In today's show, it's Market Watch Monday. We're looking at the changes in ADPs and ranks and seeing where players are trending. Michael Bolton, he's always trending up. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we're available on all platforms. It's going to be a busy week this week, giving you an idea of sort of what I'm planning on for the week. Um, got this show today, Market Watch Monday. There will be a mock draft later on this week. Keep an eye out. I will post details for that on Twitter at some point. I don't know when. It'll fill up within about 30 seconds. So you just sort of got to be there at the right time. And I just don't know when I'm going to put it out. Um, I'm going to have Adam King on. We're going to have a chat about fantasy during the week. I am going to do a show on um, rookies, second year players, third year players, most likely. I'm going to do a show on who to pick in the first round, and I'm going to do just some basic shows on how to to play a snake draft, tips and tricks, and how to do it for an auction draft. That's all coming this week. The other thing that I am toying with and not decided on is a gigantic fantasy basketball tournament. I'm not sure about it, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out the logistics of how to do it. But basically what it would be is 30 separate 12-team leagues, you play those out, you get down to the final two, then the final two from each of those leagues goes into a giant 60-man one-week tournament, and you play, everyone plays everyone in that one week, yes, that is possible, on fan tracks, and we see who the final winner is. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull it off, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I'm looking into it. So that would mean there'd be 360 fantasy teams in this tournament, and I think it would be fun. But that's what I'm looking at doing, and yes, information on that, if it ends up happening, and if it's logistically possible, will come out through various channels, Instagram, on YouTube, um, on Twitter, maybe even post some stuff on TikTok to see if people want to get in over there. So that's sort of what's coming in the short term here. We'll have a sleepers video, a bus video probably coming next week as well. We're going to start doing, that's what's happening this week, positional tears with Matt Smith is coming this week. Holy shit. There is so much stuff that is coming this week. Um, Yeah. Giggity. So, warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Yahoo changed their ranks. And you know that I've been really critical of the Yahoo rankings, and I'll say it all the time. If you're going to put something out, why bother putting it out half us? Well, don't worry, Josh. They'll fix the rookies later. Yeah, but why? why? Why do we have to wait? And now they have fixed a lot of these things that made zero sense at the time. There are other things they've changed that continue to make zero sense. And the reason why this is important is that the... Draft room on a Yahoo draft is sorted by these ranks. So whatever league you are in, if there are people who are inexperienced or don't pay super attention to things, these guys are going to appear in this order on that draft. And therefore, that tends to influence ADP. So even if you don't search or sort by X rank, and you start sorting by ADP, the rank heavily influences what the ADP ends up being. 
and you'll start to see some of the changes in these things happen over the coming weeks. Let's look at the biggest rises, the biggest rank increases for players since the last time we did this a week ago. Benedict Matherin jumped up 361 spots. What changed for that to happen? Oh, someone pulled their finger out of their ass. That, that's really what changed because literally nothing changed in his situation. He moved up to number 158 now, which I think is about right. I don't think he's going to be massively successful this season, especially early on, but he probably should be drafted. Isaiah Jackson moved up 268 spots. What changed for him? Absolutely nothing. So now he has gone to number 85, which is annoying. I think he can be a top 50 player this season, top 40 player, if Miles Turner is traded. There's also a possibility he's a third string center and they play Goga Badadze as the backup behind Miles Turner and Jackson doesn't crack the top 100. At 85, it's losing so much value. I think it's not bad. It's not a terrible spot there, but the value's been wiped out. Walker Kessler, they've actually bumped him up 239 spots. I actually bumped him down over the last week with the Mitchell trade, but they bumped him up 239 spots to the grand total rank of 220. So still not even remotely close to being draftable. Now that's ridiculous, obviously, um, but he's moving up. I don't know how you justify that he moves up to there, but that's fine. Jalen Smith, another Pacers guy. Did they just redo the whole Pacers team? Maybe. We'll talk about that a little bit later in a sec. Jalen Smith up 234 spots to number 89. And again, like with Isaiah Jackson, it wipes out all of the value. I think Jackson's around. Not Jackson. I think Jalen Smith. Actually, I need to get used to playing this soundbox. We're going to talk about him quite a bit this season. Sticks. Stand by your man. Yeah, I'll stand by my man, Jalen Smith. I think he's a solid 7th, 8th, ninth round player. But again, the value is wiped out here. Old mate Ochai Agbaji. Moved up 275 spots to number 210 on the ranking list. Um, yeah, look, maybe there's a bigger opportunity for him in Utah. I don't know. They still have Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley, Colin Sexton, Malik Beasley, Taylor Horton Tucker, who's actually younger than Agbaji. There's still, there's still a lot of guards on that team. Um, so, And Agbaji doesn't have a great fantasy skill set at all. Like low assists, low rebounds, low steals, no blocks. I don't think he's going to be a good option, but they've moved him up a lot of spots. They've moved Trey Jones up a lot as, lo as well, 197 spots. Trey Jones, San Antonio presumed starting point guard. He's now up to 125, which still actually might present value for us. I think he's probably a top 100-ish sort of guy that you grab. He might not be, because he's just a poor shooter and low usage, but he might be. They also moved the big fella, which was, again, one of the more ludicrous, um, ludicrous ranks, and that was Franz Wagner. He's moved up 186 spots with all of that change in Orlando. What's this? I'm just hearing word that nothing has changed in Orlando and he was just completely misranked. Okay. He's up to 79 now, which again, is about right. Kudos. Herb Jones moved up 176 spots to number 86. I actually think that's too high now for Herb. He was way too low. I think 86 might be too high. He's a really, and as we talked about at the end of last week, year-to-year -year correlation of steals. They can be hard to rely upon year on year. And that's really where the bulk of his value comes from. It's a one category sort of situation. And at 86, I think it's a little bit too high for me for Herbalife. Who are some other guys that have jumped up here that I think are significant? Well, Devin Vassell. He moved up 168 spots because he was ludicrously ranked at 260. He's up now to number 95. 
unlike the rise of Isaiah Jackson or the rise of Sticks or even the rise of Franz Wagner, I think there's still maybe 20, 30 spots of value here in Vassal. I, I think he can nudge the top 50. I wouldn't take him there. I'd look at him, as you saw in the mock draft last week, I was looking at him around 60 or 70, I think. But there's still value in him at 95. Donovan Mitchell was not traded to the Knicks. Quentin Grimes remained. That hurts his overall upside, but they've bumped him up 163 spots. Because he was ludicrously ranked outside the top 300, he's now at 196. And I think 196 is fair. I'm not convinced that Thibodeau is going to go, all right, Grimey, in you go. Jump in, 35 minutes, Fournier, you're never playing again, and Grimes are going to get everything. I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen, and I don't love Grimes' output now on the Knicks because of the coach and the roster. They moved Chris Duarte up 149 spots, and while I'm not the biggest Duarte fan out there, he was always ridiculously ranked outside the top 300. 158 might actually be a little bit low. I think he's maybe in the 110, 130 range, that sort of area. So he's moved up, but not enough. Vanderbilt's moved up 149 spots again. Ludicrous where he was. He's now at 115. As I detailed last week, I think the Lowry Marketing acquisition actually hurts Vanderbilt a little bit because it just adds another name into that front court. Before it was Vanderbilt, Kessler, and Azabuke, and that was it. Now Marketing's in that mix. And maybe Marketing and Vanderbilt start. Maybe Marketing starts next to Kessler. Maybe Marketing starts at the three. I don't really think so. And just hearing from Tony Jones today, he was saying they're going to play Simone Fontecchio quite a bit as well, who's a, an actual wing on this squad, who I think people are completely discounting. So I don't think Markkinen's going to play at the three, but maybe there's an impact there on Vando. So Vando's upside, I think, loses value. What about old mate, the delicate dancer, Alperen Sengun? It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. Well, he's moved up 65 spots, up to number 69. Where's my number? Giggity! All right, much like a lot of these guys, that's eliminating value. Now, can he still be better than that? Yes. Maybe 55, maybe 50. I wouldn't go into the round round four for him or into the top 50 for him. I think this is about the right spot. He was ludicrous again as a last round pick where he originally was. Now we've jumped up just a huge amount. Not, that he, not as interested. And they moved up his teammate Jabari Smith Jr. 57 spots as well. And like Shengun, surprising how many of these guys that I called out as being misranked have now been moved up to areas that I suggested. Jabari Smith Jr. has moved up 57 spots to number 96. Probably the right spot. Gaz Trent's moved up 39. My Gaz Trent thing, my sound, it won't rename itself. I think it's this one. Nice, Gary! He's moved up to 98. As you know, I'm skeptical of the steal rate holding the same, and it can fluctuate so much. He's not bad at 98. He's moved up 39 spots. Keldon Johnson's moved up 37 spots to 73. He was shaping as a nice little sleeper. At 73, there might still be a round or two of value in him there, but it obviously takes... A lot of that off the top, unfortunately. But it's not unfortunate if you're looking for a great-tasting protein bar. I've got the answer for you. It's Built Bar. In fact, they've got not only the bars, they've got the puffs as well. And if you haven't tried it, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. Built Bar not only serves protein bars, they also serve hyperbole, apparently. And guess what? This new flavor of Built Bar puffs. It's here. It's indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. It's a new flavor. It is the cookie dough chunk puffs, a light and chewy texture with real cookie dough chunks, and of course, covered in 100% real chocolate. It's the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate, and it's high in 
protein, it's low in calories, it's low in fat, and it's low in sugar. When you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar, and grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON15. They used to be LOCKED15, they changed it. LOCKEDON15, and get 15% off your order. The promo code is LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. All right, let's look at the top 30 on Yahoo. What's changed there? Well, they've moved up old Tyrese Halliburton, who was previously ranked at 29. He's moved up to 17. I think Tyrese Halliburton is going to be the guy that gets picked at the turn and should be in most 12-team leagues. So in the 11, 12, 13, 14 range. I think that is the perfect spot for him. So they've corrected, much like they did with Jalen Smith and Chris Duarte and Benedict Matherin. And did I say Jalen Smith? If I didn't, I'm going to say it again. They moved all of these paces guys up. Halliburton up to 17 is an improvement. I still think you go a little bit higher than that. They moved up Devin Booker five spots up to number 18. Cool. 18, maybe a little bit high, but it's fine. DeJounte Murray. They'd moved him to 27, which I thought was about right. And they've gone, nah, screw that. We're going to bump him up another 12 spots to 15. I'm out on DeJounte Murray at 15. Absolutely out. No, I don't think there's any reason why you would bother taking him there. Murray last season was the 11th ranked player. So they're projecting a four spot drop for him. No, thank you. Um, he's a thir- early third round guy to me. Siakam's moved up eight spots to number 29. Probably about right. I like it. Actually, I've got him exactly at 29. Um, Garland's now. Okay. This, I meant to say this before, but this, this brings me to something. Since the last time we looked at this a week ago, a week ago, Darius Garland's rank has changed. He moved up nine spots to number 19. But four days ago, something pretty big happened that influenced Darius Garland. Now, when something like that happens for us over at Basketball Monster, within a couple of hours, if not sooner, shit's adjusted. We fix it straight up. Yahoo made these adjustments. Yes, maybe that was before the Mitchell trade. I'm pretty sure it was. But now it hasn't been touched. So Garland has now moved up nine spots to number 19. And that is way too high. That's higher than where he finished last season. Yet he now has to deal with Donovan Mitchell. It's an issue. Um, you know, I still haven't seen the new Top Gun. It's on my list of things to watch, but I'm going to watch it. But speaking of Top Gun, Goose, Anthony Edwards. He's moved up 11 spots to 25. Bang on. Really good spot. Early set, oh, sorry, late second, early third. Right spot for him, I think. So there are all the big increases. Now, there's, there's been a lot of wholesale, ch- wholesale changes to Yahoo ranks. That's what we're going to focus on mainly. ESPN hasn't updated their ranks. ESPN ADPs haven't moved. Fantrax ADPs are pretty stable. We're going to look at a lot at Yahoo in today's show. So let's look at who decreased. Jose Alvarado moved down 126 spots. They also dropped down Devontae Graham in their rankings too. I don't have him on the list, but they dropped down Graham. Now, I believe, from what I've been told, that Alvarado is going to be playing ahead of Graham. And like with teammate Herb Jones, his value comes from steals. But if you're... If Alvarado's just available and you're in a 16-team league, you've got to take him. I don't know what precipitated a, a drop of 126 spots. It makes no sense. Isaac Okoro, again, we talk about the impact of the Mitchell trade. He's now dropped down to 307, a 112-spot drop. And before the Mitchell trade, I would have said 300 was probably okay for him. Terrible fantasy player. Was going to see limited minutes. Now, 
I think his minutes go up. He plays 30 minutes a night. Still going to be a terrible fantasy player, but everything goes up. But the rankings dropped. I said they adjusted the paces. They did. And they moved TJ McConnell down 111 spots. Why? I'm not sure. I'm not the biggest TJ McConnell fan for real life and for fantasy. I think he's going to be squeezed somewhat. But not to that level. Because when he's out there, he generates steals. He generates assists. I think it was Ross that asked me on Twitter the other day. Like, hey, Josh, remember that game where Torres Halliburton, not Torres Halliburton, bloody TJ McConnell had a triple-double with 10 steals? He goes, I just was interested to know, like in a category league, the impact of 10 steals. How does that equate to other categories? I didn't look to every other category, but 10 steals is basically the equivalent of a player scoring 126 points in a game. I'm not saying McConnell's going to get 10 steals again, because he probably doesn't. Ever. Again. But he gets steals. He gets assists. He's a at least a 16-team league guy. Rashawn Holmes moved down 87 spots. Good. He was previously ranked in the top 100 for no reason whatsoever. Now he's 181, perfectly fine. With Chet Holmgren's injury news, Yahoo dropped Alexei Pokashevsky 80 spots. What? Why? He's now at 202. I'm not saying that I think that Pokashevsky is going to replace Holmgren and play 30 minutes a night, because I absolutely don't. But I don't think the logic should be, well, Holmgren's out, therefore Pokashevsky is going to be worse. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Jaron Jackson's finally been adjusted down. He was in the top 50. He is now down to 107. I would not entertain drafting Jaron Jackson in the top 100 because I just don't know, unless we hear more about this foot injury, and even then, I don't trust it. 107 is probably about right. Bogdan Bogdanovich has moved down to 146. That's 57 spot drop. I'm worried about him starting the season with his knee injury. I wouldn't take him top 100. 146 is going too far. And then Brogdon's dropped down 50 sports, 54 spots to 120. Now, the season-ending ACL injury to the Italian cock, Danilo Gallinari, Hands off my actually helps Brogdon. So while Brogdon was too high at 80 or 70 where he was, 120, it might be a little bit too low because the Gallinari injury helps him. How you say, Josh, when one's a power forward and one's a point guard? Well, what it means is that Tatum plays more at the four. All right, Tatum has to push up a little bit more and play the four. Grant Williams gets a boost for sure. But with Tatum playing more of the four, that means you play more of those lineups with Brogdon, Smart, Brown, and Tatum, or Brogdon, White, Tatum and, uh, sorry, Tatum and Brown, whatever it is. It just means more minutes of Tatum and Brown pushing to the three and the four, opening up more minutes in the backcourt, which Brogdon will likely take. So it does help him, but they've dropped him 50 sports spots. 120 still probably okay because he was too high previously. They've made some other interesting changes, and I talked about the folly with Yahoo X rank and how we don't know what it's based on. And I say that so many of the guys that are 50, 60 spots better in points leagues tend to get rated higher. Well, a lot of those guys, they've just inexplicably dropped. So now I have even less idea what they're basing their rankings on. RJ Barrett was at about 80, which is about his right spot for a points league. He signed a new contract. They dropped him 52 spots down to 133, which is about the right spot for RJ Barrett in a, in a category league. So again, I, it's even more confusion now. What are these leagues, what are these ranks based on? I don't know anymore. Karis Levert, another better points league player. He moved down 51 spots to 148. And I actually think this this is right. I think he should actually move down a little bit more. But with Mitchell arriving, he should move down. But again, this wasn't made. This move wasn't made because Mitchell arrived. Because if it was, Sexton wouldn't have you know, gone down, which we're going to talk in a second. We wouldn't have seen a drop of Isaac Okoro. We wouldn't have seen an increase in Darius Garland. Sexton dropped 48 spots after he was traded to the Jazz. You've got to be smarter than this. He was sitting at like 80-ish, around 80, which was fine. 
maybe a little aggressive considering he didn't have a team to play for. But now that he's moved into a favorable situation, they've gone, nah, he's like a last round pick. He's absolutely not. He's a guy you probably want to look at in round six, I would say. I actually just drafted Sexo in a draft-only Roto League at pick 90. I'm really happy with it. But his rankings dropped way down. Norman Powell's dropped down 46 spots to 137. I think that's probably fair. Um, Lonzo Ball's down 36 to, to number 91. I wouldn't touch Lonzo Ball at all. Now, we did have news come out about Lonzo Ball that he's not going to be ready in training camp. He's doubtful to start the season. Um, I'm not drafting him. This is knee injuries. Lower body injuries, when they're not going to start the season, forget it. Not interested at all. For a six-week injury that's now eight months later, and I know, yes, he had this torn meniscus and they found a bone bruise and he's coming back. The amount, like every single surgery, yeah, it's a successful surgery. With Lonzo, it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure. Was it good? We don't know what's happening. They are the biggest red flags you will ever hear. You don't hear teams talking like this with shit just going wrong continually. You just don't hear it. It is a massive red flag. I would not draft Lonzo Ball at all, especially not in the top 100. So while this is a good drop to get him down to 91, it needs to go further down, I think. Because even when he plays, he's not going to play the 35 that he played last season. Mike Conley's dropped 31 down to 124. Totally fine. And as I said, with Barrett and Levert, Andrew Wiggins dropped down 30 spots to 99. That's sort of cutting it both ways. It's too low for him in a points league. He should be around 70. It's too high for him in a category league. He was 130th last season. So I don't know the point of that. And Book Lopez also dropped down 29 spots to 121, which I think, again, is probably fair. Probably fair. Let's look at what happened in the top 30 who dropped down. Kawhi Leonard's moved down 18 spots to number 34. Now, we expect that Kawhi's going to miss 15 games due to back-to-backs and then some other games there. So he'll miss minimum 20 games is what the expectation is for Kawhi. If you're getting him a pick 34, end of the third round, I feel like that's okay. Like, I'd be happy to take him start of the third round, end of the second. As you saw in my mock the other day, I was debating getting him at 22. And then if not, I was going to grab him the other way around at 26. 34 is low. Shea Hudis alexander dropped down to number 30. I'm guessing that's Holmgren injury-related. We're worried about this um, yeah, shutdown or tanking, whatever it is. That, I'm sure that's what it is. I'm okay with Shea at 30. Jimmy Butler's gone down 11 spots to 28. Butler's a top 20 per game player. We know that. Um... Injuries have been an issue for him. He hasn't played 70 games in about six years, I think. He fell even further in my mock draft, probably or almost definitely too far into the 40s. I think Jimmy at 28, even if it's like 23, 22, I think is probably all right for him, depending on what your team needs. But there is going to be risk there. Bradley Beal dropped down 13 spots to 33. He was at 20, which I thought was too high. 33, I think he's okay. He could easily beat it, though. Well, Jar Morant, who was at 14, was insanely high. He's now down to 27. I think he's more of a 37 guy. But for a points league, he is a top 15 player. So again, the first lot of X-Ranks, were they based on points settings? And now they're based on category? I don't know. We don't know. But all of these moves, the Wiggins, Barrett, Levert, um, Morant, all those guys dropping by two to three rounds on average suggests that they're now looking from a category lens, whereas all those guys were 40 spots too high before suggesting was done for a points league. I don't know. I don't know. Let's look at how things have changed in the ADP situation. Kawhi Leonard's ADP has dropped down to 24, so he's trending downwards, so you can probably get him third round. Miles Turner's trending up, okay, to 58. Shengun is trending up. His ADP is at 96, but now that they've re-ranked him at 69, this is going to start to continue to trend up. 
You're not going to get Shingun around this 96 spot. Same with Vassell, whose ADP in the last week has jumped up 13 spots to 107. Expect him at 80 next week. Jalen Green's moved up six spots to be number 84 on ADP. I think that's way too low for Jalen. I'd be happy with him in round six, I think, around that 50 to 60 mark. Jalen Brunson's moved up six spots. He's trending up. No Mitchell, maybe that's helping. He's moved up to 85. Keldon Johnson's trended up eight spots to number 80. Sorry, to number 90. He will continue to go high. He will be on this list next week. Vassell will be on this list next week. And Shangun will be on this list next week. Well, Jaron Jackson has dropped down 12 spots to an ADP of 59. That should continue to fall and continue to fall would be my guess. In terms of the adjustments that I've made on Basketball Monster over the last week, it's all just because of injuries and trades, really. Sexton's moved up 94 spots. Markinen's moved up 79 spots. With the injury to Danilo Gallinari, this is one for deeper leagues. Sam Hauser has actually moved up 70 spots. That's for deeper leagues. Um, Isaac Okoro's moved up 47. And then on the Jazz side, I've moved Rudy Gay down 69 spots. Markinen arriving hurts him. Walker Kessler's actually moved down 47. Markinen arriving hurts him. Alexander Walker has moved down 42 spots. The arrival of Sexton and Agbaji impacts him. He's down 42 spots. And Lonzo Ball's moved down 22 spots with me dropping his minutes down. The Jazz is still completely unsettled, though, with Conley Bogdanovich Clarkson still there. They could all still be moved out, and that might move up um, Kessler in the end, or it might move Alex Alexander Walker up higher. But at the moment, they are the changes that I have made. And that is what we're looking. ESPN, nothing's changed. There's not really any change that's happened over there in their rankings, amazingly. Um, actually, one more thing. I probably should have mentioned this before. Just looking at some other changes on um, on uh, Yahoo's ADP of what's moved. Jalen Smith's moved up 20 spots. Isaiah Jackson has had a 32-spot rise in his ADP. Franz Wagner's had a 14-rank uh, rise in his ADP. Nick Claxton's gone up 10 spots in his ADP. So there's some other important ones that, that are worth mentioning there as well. And that'll do it for Market Watch Monday. I probably will have another show coming out today. We'll see when that is or what that is, but I've given you a whole bunch of stuff that is going to be coming down really, really soon. Don't forget, guys, to follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And don't forget, the NFL is starting up. So check out all of our great stuff over on the Locked On Network, including the Ultimate Pro Football Preview, where we're looking at the entire season. So check that out as well. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app here on YouTube. Thumb it up. Leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.